Welcome back to the podcast. I'm John Nothing, and tonight I have more supplementary content to my upcoming book, The Masculine Framework, which will be released August 2022. And tonight we're going over the chapter on love and relationships, more specifically bringing masculinity to both love and relationships. Okay, and so uh, what I set out to do for the this particular podcast and uh, this particular chapter in the book is to make the comparison between modern day love, or as we see it, uh, and narcotics, which segues into uh, the title for tonight's uh, podcast, which is Drug Addiction, The Love Narcotic. And as controversial as that might sound, love in its beginning phases does treat your mind the same way that a hardcore drug does. You see, our mind plays so many fantastic tricks on us, you know, in love, in the state of falling in love in particular. It tends to give us that same serotonin and dopamine boost, okay, each and every time that we fall in love. Okay, and so when I say that your your brain is experiencing love like a narcotic, I mean it in the most literal sense, guys, all right? Neuroscience would have you know that there's probably like four to six chemicals that are really involved with what you're feeling as love and what you feel as a, a rush, you know, whenever you do narcotics, for instance, uh, you know, they, they talk about dopamine and oxytocin and serotonin and, and also endorphins. Not, maybe not so much endorphins because that's more of like a painkiller, you know, something that you feel during exercise or laughter. But very much so oxytocin, right? You know, the feeling that you get whenever you see a baby or you're holding a baby or, you know, you're, you're hugging somebody or, you know, you, you receive a compliment or you're giving a compliment, you know, genuinely. Or like serotonin, for instance, you know, the mood stabilizer, you know, you, you, you might get that, that ease of mood, you know, as you're running or, or meditating or, you know, uh, you sit out in the sun for the first time in the morning, you know, that, 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 that stable moment in your life, you know, that's serotonin right there. Or, or for instance, dopamine, you know, um, you, uh, you, you, you finally finished your homework. Uh, you know, uh, you, you, you take that first bite of uh, that burger, you know, um, you, uh, you won a race, you, you won something small, you know, uh, you got through a really tough call of the day, you know, um, you know, that, that reward chemical, you know, it, it's, it's like, it's kind of like the self-care, uh, uh, chemical, right? So that's what I mean by, you know, these chemicals that your brain is releasing as you feel love, they're, they're very much the same chemicals that you're releasing whenever you're, uh, you know, under the influence of some shit, you know what I'm saying, all right? And so if you're under the influence of some shit, all right, whatever that shit may be, <laughs> you have the opportunity or the likelihood of getting addicted to that, that, that niceness of that, of that whatever it is that you're taking, all right? And the same thing goes for drugs, for, um, not drugs, love, <laughs> right so yeah guys love is addicting but more more importantly the the honeymooning phase the very beginning of it right and so that's what we're going to go over tonight first and foremost right we're going to go over three uh three pieces of advice that can help you through that honeymooning phase all right all right so lots of value for you guys tonight all right so we're going to go over those three things that can get you through that honeymooning phase you know that that, that falling portion of love and then once you actually do establish a relationship, we're going to run through 20 or so quick uh, tools to keep in your tool belt, guys. You know, uh, one of the things I like to uh, remind people is that, you know, in your relationship, you're the 
you know, as the masculine figure in a relationship, you're you're the you're the knight. You know, you're, you're not the king or the queen or whatever that people say on social media. No, 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 no. That's very toxic. You know, that's that's very uh, egotistical. Okay, all right. Whether or not you're the leader in your relationship is the, is uh, dictated by this uh, sentiment here. It's that you, as a masculine figure, are the vanguard of your relationship. The vanguard. The guy at the front lines. All right. No one is going to hold your relationship together but you. Not your parents. Not your girl. Okay. All right. It's you. You have that responsibility. You don't lay that on her. You don't lay that on your parents. You don't lay that on outside figures. Money, blah, 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 blah. You hold the relationship together, right? And if she decides to follow you of her own, uh, you know, volition, great. Okay? You don't decide that you're the leader. The people follow you as you do things that they like, okay? The kingdom is not made by the king. The people say the king is who he is, okay? All right, we'll go over that in, in a purpose video, but I just want to lay that out there for you guys is that you become the vanguard of your relationship. You have the tools to maintain it and the tools to build it, all right? And so we're going to go over those three indicators, uh, you know, that kind of get you through that, that first downhill slope of falling, all right? You're really deeply, madly in love with this person or you, you're, you're just obsessed with this person, all right? So tool number one. Tool number one is knowing whenever you're ready for a relationship, okay? A lot of us don't know that time because we're just so lonely. <laughs> you know, we don't want to get in the habit of getting into relationships for all the wrong reasons, all right? Uh, and, uh, you know, those reasons may not seem too wrong at first um, because they're so easy, all right? Uh, we talk about this in another video about, you know, people being within your proximity and that's the reason that you're in a relationship with them, all right? These people may be high school sweethearts. You know, you you dated in high school. You wind up getting engaged after high school because you don't want her to be with someone else but you. And you haven't had very many experiences in life. You guys get engaged. You guys wind up having kids after getting married or whatever. And then you guys wind up divorced by 28. Okay. Or I don't know. You met her in college, and uh, you know you guys both uh, graduated and uh, sought your careers, and uh, it was just the thing to do. You guys. Uh, seem to be headed down the right path in each other's eyes and you got into a relationship but you didn't really assess whether or not you guys were actually compatible with each, with each other right three years later you guys wind up divorced or let's say you're the guy who got pressured by his parents to get married you know uh, arranged marriages or maybe not so much arranged you guys went to the same church okay there's always that or maybe all of your other friends are, are married right and so they're like, oh, why don't you get married? You know, they're already starting families and stuff. And there you are, a 27-year-old with no kids or no wife or anything. And you just, you have your career and everything together. It's just no woman around, you know that. And so you just pick up whoever's, uh, whoever's available. And uh, boom, there you go. Bad reason, guys. Bad, bad, bad. All right. And then, you know, there's always that guy who's, uh, you know, oh, love's the only thing that matters guy. You know, that, is, that guy is out there, you know. Look other things matter other than love and we'll go over that all right all right and so if any of those sound like you then i don't know man that you should probably avoid getting into a relationship until you do a little work on yourself a little self-assessment all right we're not about here talking about uh what women should do we're here talking about what the man you a masculine figure can do to better yourself for a relationship all right now if you've had a relationship before and you maybe it maybe it ended for whatever reason let's go over what you see as love in the first place okay 
And we're not talking about the love between a parent and, and a child or the love between a boy and his dog, right? We're talking about the love between you and a woman and how it felt in the beginning versus how it felt at the end of the relationship, right? I, I, guys, I hate to say this, but there should be love at both ends, even at the end of the relationship. You should still have an ounce of love left. Right. If you don't, then uh, it was probably bad to begin with. All right. It was probably really, really bad to begin. With. You ignored something in the beginning, either in yourself or in her. All right. And so what we what we tend to see is that, you know, that honeymooning phase where everything's going great. You're so obsessed with that person. And, you know, you guys want to do everything together. You want to see her all day and every day. You, you wanted to respond to all of your messages, yada, yada, yada. That obsessive phase. Right. We get, you know, we, we tend to confuse that portion, the Disney portion of it with love all right and that's the drug part guys that is the addictive part and so what happens whenever that part disappears it dissipates or it curves off you know because everything works on a performance curve and what happens when that portion dis dips off you know we start to say things to ourselves like oh you know you don't love me anymore or you don't love me like you used to or uh you know, you're not the man or woman that I married, you know, stuff like that. You see, when that phase starts to die off, we start to question a few things. You know, we question ourselves, we question the relationship, we question how we're perceived in a relationship, all sorts of things. And we say to ourselves, you know, damn, like, man, why did I marry that person? Or like, you know, like, you know, we're going to break up because this, what the fuck was I thinking? You know, you start to come to your senses um, and a little too late. You, you know, the relationship is deteriorated. It's corroded down to uh, what it is, okay? There was a shortcoming somewhere along the way. And it probably started with you, okay? Uh, that's what this this is what this uh, podcast is about, is you looking at you, okay? Okay, and so let me uh, impart with you this, uh, this idea, right? This quote, all right? And it's that a boy becomes a man when he realizes that love is actually a small part of his life, all right? We're not going to go into details on how small, but... It's a small part of his life. And even though it is a small part, right? You gotta treat it with deliberation, right? You gotta treat it with discernment. You gotta treat it with di diligence, right? And so along the lines of deliberation, right? What do we mean by that? We mean that your actions while you're in love, while you're doing the act of love, is deliberate and intentional, right? The things that you're doing in your relationship are intentional and they are felt, okay? Because you see, as a vanguard, you're leading the battle, right? Right, and another feature of the vanguard is his ability to discern the battlefield, right? Discernment is another thing that you have to have in order to uh, really uh, be effective in your love relationship, right? Discerning means that you are uh, looking at your partner what what it is that she's bringing to the table and what it is her, her strengths are and what it is that really is uh attracting you to her and you, you're able to, to really pinpoint those things right that way you're not out there looking for the wrong person or you find a person and they are the wrong person and you're lying to yourself about them you know that discernment is very very important right you're considering things in your relationship. That's the discernment. And then diligence. Once you know that those two things, you know, you're really deliberate and, you know, your discernment is great. You have to be diligent in your relationship. You have to keep it going, right? You're not relying on somebody else to do that, right? You're not just there. You're not just a, a bump on a log. You're not the guy sitting on the couch playing video games all night when she wants some, uh, you know, a little attention just here and there. Just some acknowledgement at least. You know, maybe she had a bad day and you're not acknowledging her. You know, you got to maintain that shit, man. 
Gotta get up. Be a man. All right? <laughs> All right. All right, so, you know, with that, the main thing I'm trying to express here with the, with the you know, the, the deliberation, discernment, and diligence is that after the honeymooning phase, there is work to be done, guys. You see, it, that's what makes long relationships last. You know, those four to 10 year to 20 and 30 year marriages and, and you know, those things, they last because that, that fairy tale phase, you know, was short. And then the real act of love happens after that. Okay, the work gets put in after that, and a lot of us don't want to do that. A lot of us men don't don't uh, want to put in that much work. There's reasons, but we're not going to get into that right this second. Okay, guys, and so that's that's number one: is are you actually ready for a relationship? You know, have you made that 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 assessment? That self-assessment is, uh, you know, are are these things really there blocking you and uh you know are you gonna work on those things right because you see that obsession that that uh obsessive phase is, is uh is it's a little dangerous guys you know and um it actually prevents you from jumping into another relationship uh down the road let's say you get hurt in this last one and uh you know you, leave, you need a little bit of rehab you know you need a little closure phase and you know you're, you're immediately gonna jump to trying to find the next partner immediately and sleep around with them whatever you know that hoeing phase whatever that's no good right that means you need work and you're not ready for another relationship in fact i go as far as to say that that's self-harm because you're going to carry some bad habits into there all right all right and so the second sword you know the second indicator that you need um to survive you know the honeymoon phase the druggy phase of love and, and relationship is uh are you actually compatible with this person are you are you discerning that properly all right and uh, we, we struggle with that part, guys. We're willing to overlook a whole bunch of things because maybe uh, there's a few reasons why we why we tend to do these things, uh, you know, ignoring these red flags, all right? We ignore some red flags, guys. Women do it, but we definitely do it. We feel like we can shoulder a whole lot of those red flags or we can just dismiss them as, aha, you know, uh, it's not, that's not good, guys. You know, we might be overlooking these red flags because we just want to get laid or whatever, but, uh, <laughs> tell you guys it's a big no-no right you know she might be uh, out there cursing out her siblings or her mom or whatever in public you know causing a scene or whatever and uh she might tell you about it you might not actually see it she may tell you about it and you, you might you may ignore that and be like oh yeah she's just trying to act tough around me ha 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 that could be you next buddy right she could be cussing you out in public at a restaurant you got you and your friends go on a road trip and, and you guys get into a big tiff and it ruins the whole trip for all of your other friends you know, all of her friends or family members, whatever. That could be you. All right. You know, the red flags everywhere. You know, maybe maybe she flakes on her friends and uh, she doesn't say, oh, you know, my bad. I, this is what came up. And I, you know, or, I'm not really feeling like this. Basically, you know, a low integrity, you know, type of individual. She does stuff like that on a regular basis. And, you know, she's not very communicative or apologetic about her behavior either she does it to them she's going to do it to you all right guys <laughs> so don't don't let that shit slip man you know you got to look out for things like that or you got to call spades by their name you know spade shovel shovel spade you know just hey look i see this and i worry that this is gonna happen to us in you know in the future that type of shit you know just call her out on that shit because maybe nobody has before or things like where she's stringing some dudes along, you know, uh, maybe she uses them for whatever, or maybe she doesn't use them for her. Maybe they're just a, a self-esteem booster, 
you know you could be one of those simps down the road too okay i don't i don't know uh how strong of a personality you have but you can easily wind up one of those simps you know just a, a friendly guy that she keeps on the side you know while she's moving on all right so you need you know you got to watch out for these red flags guys we we like to overlook these things in the beginning it's not our it's not that's not, not the best thing to do when you're starting out a relationship all right no rosy-eyed uh, glasses all right and so that's what i'm trying to tell you guys is that cupid's arrow is strong and it's ruthless man you know you can fall in love with somebody who you're very much attracted to all right but you're not actually compatible all right um i myself i've been guilty of that in my earlier years but very recently i was actually guilty of the opposite and uh that that also also is something that uh to look out for but you know uh teach his own in my situation i was very very compatible with somebody but i maybe wasn't so much attracted to her and and that's because i, I deeply respected that person and i still do all right deep respect all right so i have no regrets in that relationship you know i ended and it ended well or well enough you know no ending relationship never really does end well but you know that's also a thing to look out for is where you have a, a lot of compatibility with a person oh you guys are both in a band you guys both play instruments you guys are same clubs same sports you know this and that same school you know uh, you guys work in the same fields you know your nurses whatever you guys understand each other you're both paramedics you know you work long hours and it's hard to even have a relationship yes you guys have a lot of shit in common and you may respect that person but if you're not truly attracted to that person's personality then uh, those commonalities don't really matter you know because there's no fire you need that fire guys okay and so let's segue into the third and uh, final tool that you're going to use to get through that honeymooning phase of the relationship right and that's searching for the right person wrong wrong you are you <laughs> you see disney and netflix and all mtv and reality shows they'll, they'll have you out there searching for the right person right looking for a person that meet all these criteria you know she's got to be a seven she's got to be you know this height she's got to be this weight and this hair color and from this country and this skin tone and bob i noticed how i named a whole bunch of physical uh, attributes uh, guys are like that sorry ladies if you if you listen to this guys really are like that at first you know she's gotta you know do this cook and clean and yada 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 guys stop all that bullshit come on bro you gotta stop doing that you're not gonna attract the person that you want the way that you attract the person is by building yourself right you build your fucking empire you build that shit you build yourself up you know you get in shape you do all of those things that you need to do to take care of yourself whatever shortcomings that you have that ended your last relationship you work on those things and you will attract the person that you want why because you have options when you better yourself your options widen all right we're gonna go over that some more in other uh chapters of the book and other podcasts but that is the main point is that you're not out there searching for somebody that fits a cookie cutter mold you're out there creating a mold for yourself rather than fitting into some mold you're creating one for yourself and then other people see it and like oh wow that person is my type many people will say that that's what you want you want many people to be able to say that's my type and you one of them will be the one okay you'll have your pick and so that's the third one right third and final one uh you know working on yourself and going into a relationship with a bit of self-assessment you know a bit of a bit of head work right 
rather than going into the relationship with prerequisites. Women will hold us to, to their prerequisites. They'll say, oh, yeah, you, you know, you got to be, you know, five to seven inches, nine inches. <laughs> you got to be, <laughs> you got to be a uh, six foot two and, you know, wear a size 12 shoe and six figure income and own a home and a boat and a moat. And you know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll hold us to all these criteria. And you might find real quick that all these are criteria that women are trying to hold you to. They don't deserve them anyways. You know, <laughs> look. That's probably not the right woman for you anyways. The right woman's out there. She's self, she's secured in herself, you know, and a relationship is a privilege to her. That's the one that you want. The one, you want the one that uh, is not really wanting anything from you, but for you to be a man and to be a, her man, you know? All right. So with that said, guys, I got 20 pieces of advice for you after you do find the one. Not the one. I'm sorry, guys. Not the one. You When you find someone. Okay, because there's no such thing as the one. There's seven something billion people on this planet. There's no such thing as the one. That means that there's, if you're one in a million, there's 7,000 versions of you. All right, you're, you're not unique. Sorry, I hate to bring it to you. Anyways, look, 20 pieces of advice you're going to take into your next relationship, right? And, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. These are, all, these are just my observations, okay? Just observations. And uh, we're going to go into more extensive detail uh, in the book anyways, all right? 20 pieces of advice. Here we go. Boom. Number one, don't try to make her happy. Guys, um, everybody's uh, responsible for their own feelings, okay? You as a man, she as a woman, a feminine entity figure, you as a masculine man, guys, you are in control of your own emotions and so is she. You are the keeper, all right? You cannot actually make another person happy. You cannot actually make her happy. All right? That's not something you can do. That's not possible. Happiness comes from within the individual. Happiness comes from within the individual. I have to say it again so that you can hear me. All right? That's the reason why successful people commit suicide. There is something within them that's broken. Okay? There's an illness within them that causes that to happen. And you think that those people don't have love and, and respect and, and all kinds of things to help them from external? No, they have plenty of that. Happiness comes from within, so you can't make her happy. She has to already be happy from within. All right, number two. Guys, you, you actually do have to be loyal. I, I can't stress that enough. I've made that mistake in the past too. And where I made the mistake, I paid for it immediately. And thankfully so i learned from that all right so if you live in a country where there are men with multiple wives guess what guys the idea behind that is that the man is over, able to provide for both the wives in equal capacity or at least in a whole bunch of capacity you, you see what i'm saying that's a situation where in which the person's not actually cheating he's <laughs> bound to those people all right um, you're out there playing the field and whatnot, trying to play a couple women. You establish relationships with these women, you know, with the premise that you're for them, for that one person, then you uphold that. All right. Integrity, loyalty. All right. You can't expect it if you don't give it. All right. We're, we're going to go over that in some other video, some other time. All right. Be loyal. All right. The other thing is, uh, number three, <laughs> guys, don't analyze her. All right. Don't sit there and, and try to figure out you know her, her thinking patterns and no, no 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 as a masculine figure you act and then she reacts 
It is just, it is as simple as that. You act and then she reacts. In her nature, her chaotic nature, reactive nature, she will do all kinds of things, all right? Some of those things might be spiteful. Some of those things might be to get underneath your skin. You simply act and be a stone, be a mountain, be a rook, be a castle, you know, be a vanguard. Be those things that are immovable at times, all right? But you're not sitting there analyzing her all goddamn day. No, that's not you, all right? And number four, uh, don't be needy, all right? That's gross. Women don't like that, all right? You think paying that much attention to a woman is, is, is attractive? It actually isn't. She'll wind up getting bored and leaving you, okay? I hate to be harsh, but we'll go over that in a book. Number five, love has conditions placed upon you, okay? As the masculine figure, as a man, love is unconditional to babies and women, but it is not unconditional to men, all right? Understand that that's the world that you live in, all right? Love unconditionally, but know that you will not receive love unconditionally, okay? You will not receive it unconditionally, but you, it's okay. Give a certain amount of unconditional love. You know, there's a limit to how much unconditional love you can do until it becomes abusive, you know, when it's taken advantage of, all right? So when she gets sick, you better take care of her, all right? All right, and so that brings us to number six, and which is quit being so possessive and controlling. All right, guys, look, when you keep a person on a short leash, they're just going to want to pull away even more, all right? That's disgusting, all right? Being controlling just means that you have shortcomings and insecurities that you don't want to address, all right? And so that's why, why you have to keep her under wraps like that. It's because you're afraid that some guy's going to take her or some family member's going to take her or somebody's getting more attention than you and insecurities. You shouldn't be in a relationship with that person. You shouldn't be in a relationship at all. Controlling and possessiveness is gross. You don't own a person. They don't own you. You guys don't own each other. All right. Spending time, guys. That's number seven. You have to make time for her. You got to do it. You are busy. You're working on your empire. You have to slither away some time for her. She will know that you're busy. Right? Preferably that you are busy, right? That you're actually busy and not out there bullshitting, right? Or just sitting on the couch, like just, just, you know, shooting at the video games or whatever. Nah, be actually busy and then make time. That makes your time so valuable. She appreciates all of that, guys, all right? So do spend time with her. She will appreciate that time, that small date at the park, you know, at the little, you know, just walking with her at the grocery store. <laughs> I don't know what it is that you guys actually have time for but what i'm saying is you have to make that time it might just be ice cream on friday all right make the time do it number eight i hate to say it but you lead all right now you don't command you don't demand uh that you lead that's not how you lead guys but you you lead by example all right you become the vanguard of your relationship you upkeep it all right you know, you do things that, that make her want to follow you. That's how you lead, all right? You do things that make the people want to follow you, and then you become the king. They make you the king. You, you, you don't make yourself the king, okay? You lead because that's what you are, but not demanding that you be the leader, okay? 
All right, and then, you know, uh, what are we, number nine, eight or nine? Nine. You got to listen to her, right? You got you to gotta, you gotta actually listen to what she's saying and listen behind those words, right? There's feelings behind those words. You are a logical creature. She understands that. And she's a, an emotional creature. She understands that too. And sometimes you have to be the voice of reason. Sometimes you have to be the ear. Okay? That's, that's your job, is to be the voice of reason at times, right? Or just, just be an open ear, all right? Or just be the debater. Be the, be the person that sees the things a different way, a different point of view. You can be that too. My parents are very much like that. They're very much oil and water, and I love seeing them debate. Uh, it's, it's very interesting to me. Uh, and they love each other to death, all right? Yeah. Yeah, guys. Be able to listen, all right? And number 10 embrace solitude all right now what do i mean by that i mean like look at the beginning of a relationship you're gonna be spending a lot of time together or want to do that all right you need to give each other space man if you're staying three four five nights over at her house or vice versa come on bro give her some space all right maybe maybe you guys uh see each other a couple times a week or whatever it dictates you know if you're dating somebody who you're working with that's a big no-no anyways but you're probably not going to be able to keep that distance at work so you need distance otherwise you know <laughs> but uh and when you do uh, get into a, a relationship and you guys are living together have your own hobbies and have your space have your own time okay your me times right you're human beings right yeah that that's uh that being in, in each other's ass all the damn time is no good <laughs> all right number 11 we're gonna go with knowledge of self right you gotta know who you are you're a man, you're a masculine man, but you also know your faults, right? You know the things, your your shortcomings, and when they when they appear, you got you have to be able to say to her and say to yourself, hey, look, uh, damn, you know, I'm going into my mode again. I, you know, I apologize for that, uh, or you know, uh, let me get my space because uh, you know this is something I'm working on right now. Okay, you gotta know yourself, right? That way you're not out there just slinging insults and, and, you know, just out there being nasty for no fucking reason. All right. And so number 11, you got to strive for self-improvement, man. You know, you got to constantly build upon yourself and, and do something to better yourself. All right. Just because you built yourself up so that you can get into relationship doesn't mean that the journey stops. There's so much more to be had. You have so much potential within you. You know, that's what makes you that's part of what makes you human. She likes you because you were like that in the first fucking place. All right. You got to keep going. And so uh, number four, uh, well, actually, what is that? 13? I think 13 is be honest with yourself, man. All right. Quit lying to yourself. You know, you can't fit in those jeans no more, bruh. Go up a size <laughs> or start losing some weight, bruh. You know, like little things like that. Or uh, things aren't working out the way that, they, that you wanted them to. And say to yourself, they're not working out. Say to yourself that a situation isn't salvageable. You know, don't don't lie to yourself for over for over a period of time because other people will suffer around you. She will too. Don't lie to yourself. Along those lines, uh, be honest with her. Number fourteen. You know, uh, be relatively honest. If there is something that you cannot be honest about, I have struggled with that in past relationships. Plural. Right. I've had exes where I I've experimented with all kinds of weird drugs in my past, and I couldn't tell them that I was doing it. I never abused them. I never got addicted to anything, but I just would like to try them to see what they would do. And I had an ex I couldn't tell because 
you know, it's just one of those things that uh, it's not that she was would be okay with it. It's just that she's been through so much trauma and it would hurt her to have to, you know, deal with somebody, you know, or feel like she would have to deal with somebody that's, you know, using any type of, uh, you know, chemical or narcotic. That's my personal, you know, uh, you know, situation, you know, where I actually had to lie to that person on that one particular thing. And it wasn't weed or anything like that. It was like some chemical that, uh, you know, I found and it's popular now. It's called Yobo or whatever. And uh, I was like, wow, this is like a fucking different realm. But I couldn't tell her about the, what I experienced. I had to keep that all to myself. And uh, here I am telling you on a fucking podcast like an idiot. I'm getting, oh, oh shit, it was the feds. <laughs> Be honest with yourself, guys. Ah, number 15. Quit fucking around with that porn, yo. Look, 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 guys. I get it. I get it. I watch porn. You watch porn, all right? But what I'm telling you, man to man here, right? Masculine man to a masculine man is that too much porn is fucking you up, bro. Just like those video games is fucking you up. It's messing with your testosterone levels, all right? We'll go over that in some, in, a, in a future season, actually, when we deep dive into, uh, you know, mental health and mental fitness, right? And this goes into, uh, you know, the hypothalamus and its function for the body and in men, all right? But... For now, I'm telling you, stay away from the porn. It's fucking up your testosterone levels and it's fucking up your desire levels for her, all right? You, that desire shouldn't die off. You should have desire for women. Like, you should be walking out there like, oh, shit, oh, I'm a fucking teenager. I need to control myself. Nah, look, quit with the fucking porn. That way your testosterone levels are, are always at their peak and you're always in your primal form, all right? You're a wolf, all right? And when you watch the porn, ugh. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fucking yourself up. All right. Next, along with the porn thing is you got to master self-discipline, right? And it's not just porn. I'm talking about like foods that you eat, you know, the amount of alcohol, those drugs that you like to do, which I like to do too. Yeah, I like to do. But I, I treat them as a ritual. I, I have to do them a specific time. There's a time and a place for everything, all right? You can't control yourself. You got to do it. You, as soon as you get off work, you got to smoke that little weed or whatever. And she don't like that. You know, uh, bro, you got you to gotta have some sort of discipline in your life, all right? We all like our pleasures. We all have our guilty pleasures. But you got to have self, some, self, some sort of discipline with, with them, all right? Yeah. Number 17, stay in shape, guys. Uh, I mean, I got a grandfather out in Tampa. He is in uh, impeccable shape. He comes over and builds mailboxes and weird shit in my mom's yard and stuff. He's still very able-bodied, you know, 80-year-old man. All right? Stay in shape. Stay in shape. Never get out of shape. I'm seriously saying that on this podcast. Body positive movement doesn't work for men. It's not even a good idea. You want to keep yourself in good health. I'm not saying you become the most buff guy on the planet. I'm saying you try to eat right. You try to stay somewhat able-bodied, you know? You try to do... I, there, I go to this place, this bar, and it's like this 70 or 80-year-old guy up there dancing and stuff. He knows every word to every song. And he's like, damn, I want to be like that. You know? You got to at least strive for it. Things will fuck us up along the way. Motorcycles, cancer, diabetes, whatever. You got to keep yourself in shape to try to thwart those a little bit. Some of those are hereditary things that we can't avoid. I, I understand that, guys. That's why you have to try everything in your power to to try to at least be a fucking spartan <laughs> number 18 you gotta be at peace with yourself first right you can't ask for peace if you don't know what it even looks like right 
I'm not talking about sitting out in the fucking field or forest doing kumbaya. Right? I mean, those things that happened to you in the past, you know, are they are they in the past or are they still a part of you? Are you still digging for those for answers to those things? All right? You got to be at peace with a, certain, with a certain amount of things. Do you have so many enemies out there? You know, you got to be worried where you, where you sit and eat in public. You know, you got you to gotta have some sort of closure and peace of mind. You know, you can't walk through life with all kinds of uh, demons inside of you or that you're hiding. All right? You got to be at peace with yourself some way or another. Seek help if you need. Talk to people. Talk to your bros. You know, but seek some sort of uh, closure within your life. Maybe it's a, a death because we all experience deaths, especially after 2020. All right. Maybe personally, uh, maybe immediate family. So get closure, however, which way you can. Number 19 is about being a breadwinner. All right. You have to at least attempt to be in some regard. Sometimes you're with a woman who makes far too much money. All right. I, that's very rare. That's a very rare case. But let's say, for instance, she earns $30,000 more than you do. She has a little bit more spending room. All right. That's a, that's OK. That, that's OK. It's not a be all end all in a relationship. As long as she's OK with the fact that, uh, you know, your particular field doesn't make allow you to earn more. If you're a police chief and you earn one hundred fifteen grand a year and she's a lawyer and she earns six hundred seventy thousand dollars a year. I'm sorry, buddy. There's no a lot of there's no amount of police chiefing that's gonna get you up to her level. She's a freaking lawyer. It's nothing you can do. If she's a surgeon and she's working 40, 36 hour uh, surgeries and stuff and makes six hundred fifty grand a year. I'm sorry, buddy. Your your police officer job is not gonna make you as much money as her. So you have to be a man in other ways. All right. But look, at least you're you're keeping a solid job and you're not a burden to her. That's what I'm saying. Is what I mean. Live with no regrets, guys. That's number 20. All right. Live with no regrets. And that's the reason why I'm even doing this podcast right now. Because I don't want to go. I don't want to go in my apartment or house or whatever, you know, because of some virus. And I didn't do this podcast. (laughs) I didn't at least try to leave something positive for the future or whatever. I, you know, maybe you're you'll regret not going to the Grand Canyon. Maybe you'll regret not taking your kids to Disney World and they're like 15. Maybe you'll regret <laughs> not getting that Jeep Wrangler, you know, and getting sunburn on your head. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you regret not going after that girl. Live with no regrets. Go, t- go get that rejection. Go get that sunburn. You know, go fly off that motorcycle. <laughs> right guys you know live your life man because life is long as fuck I, you thought it's gonna say short right now it's actually fucking long long as shit you know especially when you micromanage your hours like i do golly life is long and, and it sure is a blessing man all right so that's the end of this podcast i know it's a little lengthy all right i got more value for you guys coming up in, in future episodes you know stick around book comes out august 2022 with good uh Good, good luck, good graces. It, it'll be out end of uh, August. And uh, there's plenty of guidance in there. It's not a be-all, end-all. It's not a rule book. It is just a framework. And uh, you're tuning into John Nothing. And uh, peace. <laughs>